Welcome to Dr. Me First. I'm your colleague in medicine and coach in life, Dr. Erin Wiseman. This podcast is all about learning to take care of yourself, your life, and your practice. Are you ready? Let's go. brokenness and despair to one that is joy-filled, sustainable, and that you absolutely freaking love. You ready to do this? Because I know that I am. Hey, all you listeners out there, I'm so glad you joined me for another episode of Dr. Me First. What do you think about this new music? You digging it? You hate it? I would love to know. Hey, you know, it's been one of my joys and absolute pleasures to figure out how to put a podcast together, how to get people to talk on it, and how to put some spicy music with it. So if there's a project that you've been thinking of that you're like, oh, it's way too big, hey, if I can produce my own damn podcast, you can do your super creative fun project. You just got to take it down one piece at a time. All right, well, let's get into this solo cast today. I'm super excited to tell you guys about what I've recently been doing in the last couple weeks and some lessons that I'm learning along the way. So this solo cast is going to be all in one, all the stories, all the advice, all the kick of encouragement, all at one time. So sit back, enjoy the show. Here we go. So here we go. Talking a little bit about what's been going on in my life, I wanted to translate it over also because I feel like I've learned a lot of lessons the last couple weeks. So with that, I don't know what I was thinking back in January, but I scheduled a bunch of live talks in June. I have been all over Southern Indiana giving in-person CMEs, doing grand rounds, talking with some entrepreneur groups. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I love putting PowerPoints together, worksheets, getting all the information together. Not so much fun doing the reference pages, but hey, you've got to show it. But I love getting up in front of people and having those dialogues about topics that I'm super passionate about, which if you're listening to this podcast, you know it's wellness and well-being, specifically for physicians in healthcare. But I digress. Going back to these lectures, you know, I've had to do some more research, make sure all my stats are up to date, pull any new studies, see if there's anything else going on. And you know, so much of my literature research keeps showing the same things. One, there's no quick fix to burnout. Two, not really getting worse, but not really getting better. Three, we don't even really know if our statistical data is right because we've got so many surveys that aren't validated across the research, but we're getting better. And four, the drivers to improve professional fulfillment, AKA the opposite of burnout, is still breaking down to three metrics. So the first one being personal wellness. So that's a third of the equation, which I love to help with through life coaching. But the other two are still a culture of wellness and efficiency of systems. 
And when you break that down into our speak, efficiency of systems is how we go about our day to day and the processes for which slow us down, which take us away from true patient care and that are standing in the way between us taking care of our patients. And the culture of wellness is meaning what is the, the culture in which you work in, the big culture, the big tank in which you swim in. Are your professional organizations following their mission statements? Do you believe, are you enrooted with the same core values that they list? Much of the time right now, there's not. Or there's kind of this, I call it hidden curriculum in academic settings, but this hidden culture that maybe they give lip service to certain wellness topics. However, the reality is that doesn't help. So as I've been going around and presenting this research to organizations, talking to executives, talking to other physicians or other healthcare allies, I always get like the perpetual look on my face like, well, how do I change anything? And you know, so much of it goes back to just starting where you're at, starting somewhere. One really cool lecture that I got to give recently was about the group that I did this with in Vincennes, Indiana. It's called Women in Medicine. It's not associated with any hospital, any system, any group. It's just local female physicians committed to getting together every other month, having safe space, and providing support for one another. Now, we didn't make it data heavy. It hasn't been like studied. There's no control group. I went more of like the narrative uh, discussion, more Brene Brown. And the quotes that I got from those women to present in this grand rounds was just remarkable. Many of them talked about that they had a new sense of camaraderie, that they knew that they weren't alone anymore, that they felt like they would be better able to do their job now that they knew they had a group of like-minded women who they could call at any point or come to the meetings and get support. I even had a couple say that they feel like they have better communications with other physicians because we know each other outside of the healthcare system. So really great results, really fun. Like I said, we only do it once every other month. And yet it's something that is definitely contributing to the wellness of others. So that was one really cool project that I got to present. And what I really learned from that, everybody's so overwhelmed right now. I mean, everybody's looking at metrics and how do we make things better and the individual doctors, like, how do I just keep from drowning? And I just want to encourage anybody out here who's listening to this. Here's my points that I always give and that I'm constantly relearning and re-seeing in everyone when I do these talks. One, you are not alone. Every single presentation I get, I have at least a handful of people that come up and talk to me afterwards and said, I thought it was only me. When I tell my burnout story, when I describe uh, what burnout looks like, like zombies walking down the hospital hallways. So first and foremost, you're not alone. Statistically saying, you know, the stats say somewhere between 60 and 80% of doctors have at least one symptom of burnout. Now, it's a pretty wide range, but if you think about it in a room, that means at least the people sitting directly around you are feeling the exact same way. So I think it's important that we all come to the table and start talking about it. The other tip I want to give you, number two, is just start somewhere. You know, if it's hiring a coach, if it's going reaching out and talking to someone, if it's taking an extra half day off, just start somewhere. You don't have to make huge shifts. And that's what I encourage people who, after my lectures, come up and talk with me when they're just so overwhelmed. They just say, just take a breath. It's just one small step. Because that will empower you and invigorate you for what the next step might need to be.
And tip number three is, and this is a really important one that I have seen over and over this month, is no one gets to validate your experience. It's yours and yours alone. And I say that because in every talk that I've had thus far, I've had the eye rollers and naysayers. Typically, I'm going to admit, are at least 30 to 40 years my senior, who when I get up and talk about my burnout story, it's always as though I can't be relevant because of where I'm at in my career. I even had one gentleman at the end of my talk pretty much mansplain me on how burnout is more prevalent because we're allowing more women into medicine. And I just want to put that out there because I've had to go back when I get home, take some deep breaths, and just remind myself that no one has to validate my experience. No one has to tell me that good for you or it's right. It's my story and my story alone. And I can choose to tell it and I can choose to share it. And I can also choose to move forward in it. And I just say that because I know that there's more and more people stepping out and talking about their own reality. And it is very scary to be vulnerable at times. But I think it's also healing too, to do it in a safe space with people who can relate and understand. And remember, not everybody needs to hear your story. And so I think just sharing it with those people who you know are safe with is the first best step. If you are going to share it with a group like I do, just remember, it's your experience Don't seek validation from anyone else because you don't need it. It's all yours. Well, I just wanted to update you guys on what I'm doing, lessons that I'm learned. I'm super excited about updating this podcast. I would love to hear from each and every one of you out there who is currently listening to Dr. Me First. I know you're there. I see the numbers. Yet we're now over uh, two to 3,000 downloads a month. So there's a community growing. If you would love to be a guest on this podcast, why don't you drop me a line, click on the show notes, and we'll talk. If you're like, Erin, I don't really want to be on the podcast, but I really would just love to talk to you, that's absolutely an option too. We'll just do a consult call. Just talk amiga to amiga or amigo. That's fine too. I do talk to guys and coach guys as well, just in case there's any males out there listening. It's not an XX only zone, believe me. And for you that is out there that just needs a kick of encouragement and a hug right now, just remember that your life, your calling, your pulse matters. Bye.